get out. No penalties were called originally right by Rob Schick. And I don't think there should be an instigator penalty in this one. Because These two are both on my Mount Rushmore. And look at the guys standing up. Fighters. From the oh, yeah, baby, I'll tell you what. They know these are the heavyweights. Uh, Marty McSorley and Bob Probert. I mean, of course, I never actually watched these, but in real in real time. But. You know, usually it's Probert's jersey that comes off. This time it's McSorley. Probert doesn't have anything to grab onto. Look, he's got a little skimpy piece of They would purposely not tie their jerseys down, too, so they'd come off easily. So they'd have nothing to grab onto. Well, this is just a battle of stamina now. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. And they would always fall down and get right back up. See, fighting back in the day would be like two and a half, three minutes long. That dude's like half undressed. His shirt's ripped. I think maybe the stamina answer question has been answered. And uh, Probert probably wants his jersey to come off too. Because he's really at, the, at a disadvantage if his jersey's still on. But I mean, you wouldn't really know it. This long with officials watching him, Gary. I've seen them in brawls in the old days when there were not enough officials to go around. Wow. Welcome to Bad Sports, everybody. This is Eric Grundy. With me is Mark Bradford. Hey. And we were just watching Bob Probert fight McSorley. And you're right. That fight that fight could have kept going the whole game. Like yeah. That's why they had to stop him. They literally would have just kept fighting until oh, someone died. McSorley was bleeding all over, too. And they wouldn't have stopped. They would no. have kept going until someone died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... That's what you gotta love about hockey and the tradition and just like, the history of the fighting. They're like forces. gladiators on ice. McSorley, yeah, he looked roughed up, but like with his gear all ripped off, man, he really looked. Um, he just looked mangled. Just yeah. from his gear, everything just ripped off. And to have the energy to fight like that after playing in a professional hockey or while. Playing in a Dude, that could have been like the first five minutes of the game, too. It was just on site sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you are having a great week. That was... So we're watching the Bio Pro Bar because our Patreon questions from Trevor are who, who are our Mount Rushmore of NHL fighters? And we had to start with Bob Probart. That was one of Trevor's. That's both of ours as well. I think he's just um, accepted by everybody as one of the greatest enforcers. I don't think that's just a Red Wings fan. Yeah, it's pretty much unanimous. Like, I mean, you listen. I've uh, I watched a documentary. It was either called Ice Guardians or Ice Gladiators. Actually, Ice Gladiators sounds better. But they would always. Um, a lot of their most memorable fights were fighting Bob Probert. Absolutely, and that fight was, <clears throat> that one with McSorley was a long-ass fight. Wasn't that like, it was almost like two minutes. Yeah, everyone on that video was pretty long. That was like a nine-minute video. Yeah, uh, so Trevor writes in, he's, he listed his Mount Rushmore. He says mine are Probert, Coker, Domi, and Chris Neal. Who's Domi? Ty oh. Domi. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, who do you play for? Do you know? Um... Shit, I can't remember. I'm not familiar with all these fighters, but I do know who Chris Neal is, uh, the iconic uh, Senators enforcer with the two missing front teeth. Dude was like a hell ginger. I don't played for the Maple Leafs and the Rangers and the Jets. Mm, okay. So there's, those are his Mount Rushmore. Mine are pretty similar. Chris Neal, um, Chris Nyland, he's an enforcer I personally liked from the Canadians and Bob Prober. Um, yeah, that's about it. I remember hearing stories about Chris Nyland. He was a, he started as an enforcer quite young too. Yours are Marty McSorley, Joe. Uh, yeah, Baker. it's uh, <laughs> yeah. I have Bob Probert, Marty McSorley, Joe Koser. Koser, who uh, in 1985 racked up 377 penalty minutes, which is eighth most all time in only 59 games. 
and then Donald Brashear. And if you've watched hockey for more than 15 minutes, you'll know Donald Brashear. Wow. Who did uh, Donald Brashear play for? Um. <laughs> shit. Oops, sorry. Let me put that on. If you'd like to go to our Patreon page, it is five bucks a month. You can check us out. We will read your questions and articles on the show. Trevor also writes in. He believes Igor Larionov is rumored to be the next head coach for the Detroit Red Wings. I'm I, at this point, man. I'm willing to try any. I, I mean, yes, we need standards, but with Blasio as the Red Wings coach, um, I don't. I'm kind of just that's, over it. I'm not really seeing what I want to see, yeah. regardless of how... I know that you... I mean, how far can we say the team is that bad? But I think it's time to just... For both parties to move on. I think it's time for... I think Blashill deserves a fresh start somewhere, and I think someone else needs a shot. And right now, Stevie Y seems to be holding his cards close to his chest. I don't think he's saying much, but... I have a feeling Blashville might be moving on soon. Well, I would just be surprised if he stayed. It's been so long. If they so let little. him stay, I'm sure he'll stay. But I don't think, I don't think they'll give him the option to. Unless you're telling me that Mo Sider and uh, Lucas Raymond are performing the way they are because of Blashville, which I think that's a bit of a stretch, because that's his strength is that he can develop young players, but. I think it's time. I don't care who it is. I trust DVY, whoever he selects. He also sends a video of this Instagram. This should be an Olympic sport. Oh, wait, no. What? <laughs> he says wrong link. What is this? I don't know. What's that? What's that? <laughs> There's these kids goofing around in the stadium. Did he send the right link? He said, whoops, wrong link. Oh, you can't be doing that to us, Trevor. Anyways, Show it anyway. But, <laughs> Show it anyway. Volume, please. What are they it's doing? Just kids playing behind. Uh, just. Oh. I don't know. Wow, Trevor. Way to go. I don't. I can't. It's... Thanks for that. <laughs> Moving on. Before we get started, how's your week? How's it going? Pretty normal. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hump day, so. It's Wednesday for us. We're going to be putting this corner. on Friday. You told me you were playing, you are bowling for the, the chip. The chip. two leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited for that? Does that mean any, anything to you? It could be more money. Is that all it is, though? Is it just yeah, money? Yeah, it's just money. Really? Bragging rights. When you've been in, well, this is the league, one of these leagues I've been in for 15 years, so it's kind of bragging rights. I mean, I think if we've, my team's probably won it f- maybe five or six times. So when you look at your bowling ball, you don't think, gosh, I just love bowling. I think it's so fun. You you go, that's my moneymaker right there. No. That's all my money. That's my money. No, I don't say that. You don't go, you don't think. I do talk to him sometimes, though. If I have to put one back in the bag, I'll just be like, I still love you. It's just not your day. But you don't get any, like when I, I'm, I get pretty excited to play ultimate frisbee. I just, I, I like to just win. I'm not the same. That. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying they are. <laughs> uh, is it just when you think of oh, my team's competing for the championship, all it is to you is just like, I get money. Yeah, I mean, bragging rights are cool too. But yeah. the thing is, is it's it, it's it's been my team and this team like a lot, and it's uh, so it's me and this other guy who are usually the best two in the league. One of the you know, one of the top like five, we would be in it probably one and two. Um, and he's hurt, so he has a sub, and apparently his sub is like really good as well. Mm. So it should be interesting. Ooh, sounds suspenseful. It's, it's weird to have a sub in the championship. So you're going to be facing your arch rivals sub. Nem- the arch nemesis. Arch nemesis. That sounds exciting. And subs, though. yeah. He's like, I'm getting my daughter's boyfriend. 
<laughs> that sounds uh, suspenseful as hell. It's coming down. Does to man, you should come, come to that one. But it's seems it's Not crazy Friday's. that this championship is going to come down to a a sub. You should come. You should come to that one and not is the Friday on one. It's on Sunday, twelve thirty. I'll think about it. I should be for you. And yeah, you I don't, don't want to commit though. Do anything else? Damn. Well, you know, I need that though. I know I need you need time, your free but time, but you won't really like the environment on Fridays. Why not? Some Sundays is way more chill. Fridays is pretty loud. Are they rowdy? Could be a rowdy bunch. Am too. I gonna stand out because I don't have a bowling jersey? <laughs> We don't have bowling jerseys. Well, we have bowling shirts. It's a bowling shirt. It's just a button-up. Bell's Bell's Brewing Company. <laughs> I'd probably be sitting alone, but is it crowded on Friday? Is it pretty crowded? It's way more crowded on Friday. Yeah. Are yeah. there any spectators though? Would I be like? No. Sunday, there's more spectators. Sunday would be a better day. Wouldn't it be just as crowded though? I feel like. No, because more people hang out on Fridays. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. It is the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll come by on Sunday. Check it out. I'll Sweet, give it man. Get yourself some chicken serious. tenders with some fries. Last time I was Maybe there, I ordered, an beer. Or, I ordered an Oberon, and the guy, <laughs> the guy looked at me, and he was like, it's out of season, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm such it's a in fucking na- It's in season now. You can, in get, public, dude. You can just get one like, on Sunday. It's in season. Cook it Oberon. Cook it Oberon. Bro, it's December. <laughs> I find ways to be awkward in public. I don't know how well, I do. Good news is Oberon's in season right now, and they have it. Okay, I'll consider it. I don't usually drink on Sundays. Yeah, you can buy me one, too, when you're there. Only if you uh, bowl a strike. I would, I would, if I got a beer every time I got a strike, I'd be dead. I, don't, I couldn't drink that much beer. I couldn't even drink that many waters. <laughs> the look you gave me was so serious. I really couldn't even drink that many waters. Nice. That's how serious I am. Yeah, I don't really have anything going on this week. Um, but enough about me, dude. It's been about me the whole show. The band L1011 is coming into town on Saturday, and I still get about going. Yeah, well, don't you have band practice on Sundays? I'm recording Friday. I'm going to pick up my guitar from... Um, Rit Music tomorrow. Rit Music. Sponsored by Rit Music. I'll sponsor the hell out of them. I don't care. No, that's plugging. That's not sponsoring. Oh, whatever. Well, fine. What's I got shit I want to plug. <laughs> I have a um, Floyd Rose six string Ibanez guitar getting restrung there. I uh, need that for recording. Nobody knows what that is. Friday. Some people do. Nobody and then band practice Sunday. Saturday, Saturday, I'm gonna try to go to the show. I'm gonna, I don't know if I, I'll see if I want to go by myself or not. And then, the Australian F1 Grand Prix is. Gonna God, I would hate to be invited to that show with you. It'd be awful. <clears throat> you want to go? No, fuck no. <laughs> That's usually. It. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. I actually haven't really asked. I'll, where is it? Pyramid scheme. Does it cost us money? You might have to be vaccinated. Oh, dude, there's ways around that. Mm. Trust me. I've gotten in there before. <laughs> also, the Australian F1 Grand Prix is happening live at 1 a.m. Eastern time because it's in Australia, other side of the world. So basically Sunday morning. I, I could. Yeah, technically it's Sunday morning. Yeah. I was thinking about staying, um, just watching in the morning, but... I kind of want to like take a nap and then wake up and watch it because I want to watch it live, dude. I can't sleep knowing that it's happening. I need to watch. That's it. That's weird that you can't sleep knowing that that's happening. They're I just, just want to I'm racing that cars, excited. dude, and they don't even know you exist. They don't give a fuck about Eric Grundy. I don't care. I know that it exists, and I want to watch it. Okay. I guess. I'm just well, and also I have F1 TV, one time so I, I can watch on board with one, drivers. One time I woke up at 5 a.m. because I saw the movie Arachnophobia was going to be on. <laughs> I was an old school TV guide And I was watching through Or reading through the TV guide The weekly one And I was like Oh shit arachnophobia At 5am It's summer I can do it it was, a, it was pretty cool I had a bowl of cereal And I remember Watched a scary spider days. movie I remember being a kid And like getting home from school And like reading the TV guide To see that what was on 
I'm like, oh, better See, watch. Cereal, my dad came down for work. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm watching arachnophobia. <laughs> <laughs> What's it look like I'm doing? But, oh, do you have, a, like, an interest in spiders? Or, um, they scare me to death, but it's a fun movie. Jeff Daniels is a likable guy. I don't mind, like, watch. I, I, I can watch a bunch of videos about him and stuff, but if one was, like, right here, I'd probably... Like, if it was huge, no, dude, I'd, I wouldn't... I'd probably be too scared to move. Well, that might even be a smarter option, though, too, because certain animals get scared if you freak out. Seeing yeah. still isn't always the worst option, but um, don't take my don't take my advice on that. I'm just, <laughs> I'm not an expert, but I yeah just just my, squish them. Squishing them is always the best bet. My friend had um, unless they're too big to squish, I'll just make them. Well, mess. I don't. I try not to kill any spiders at this point. I've killed a lot oh, in my life. I fucking tr- girl. <laughs> I don't like kill, killing dude. things, dude. I, I just s- don't. I, it feels weird unless they're like cockroaches or. Maybe ants if it gets out of hand. But with spiders. Ants if it gets out of hand. What's out of hand with ants? <laughs> like, like how many ants is out of hand? How many know. like can you how many can you see out of the corner of your eye before you realize it's too many? Like it's a problem now. I can see about fourteen of them and I don't even have to turn my head. Basically if uh No, I'll usually kill them if they're inside, but if they're outside I'm not gonna why would you? Yeah, why would you fucking even Unless notice when it's outside? I'll kill every ant I ever meet. I think I've killed every single ant I've ever seen. Unless walked across I'll my kill path. them on the inside. You kill them on the inside, like <laughs> talk bad about, like, like insult them, and they're like, ah. Oh. I only kill them when they're inside my house. Oh, With dude. spiders, I try to save them because they're a little bit more important. Every ant system. that walks across my path, I smush it. It's the only. It's the closest I'll ever be to being God. So I'm like, yeah, and I twist my foot on it like a kid in a cartoon why is uh killing ants with a magnifying glass like the the most normal psychotic thing you i've could never do? done that but if we saw that i don't think like, that's, oh, some, that's cool. i don't think that's a psychotic thing to, oh the most normal thing that could it's be like fun. it's accepted we're like no that's fine uh, that's i mean okay. it's science you're learning but yeah we're just you already know what's gonna happen ants. yeah i mean you could do the same thing on a cat and call it science. Whoa, ooh. I'm saying you could. I'm not saying I've done. Oof, that's me. Once. Although, ants. Ants, cats. Yeah, so I'm going to wake up at 1 a.m. and watch the <laughs> Australian Grand Prix. Speaking of spiders. Speaking of spiders. <laughs> Let's jump into our show. We have a ton to talk about. Uh, jumping into football. The Buffalo Bills signed Stephon Diggs to a four-year, $104 million extension. Uh, his contract will run to 2027 with a total value of, are you ready for it, $124 million. Wow. To catch that ball. That's, I wonder how much I can get you in Buffalo. Imagine there, how much yeah, it's income tax is going to be on that. Though, yeah. Ooh. Especially after de Blasio ruined it. Mm-hmm. And keep that in mind, Tyreek Hill signed with Miami for 72, Devontae Adams to Las Vegas for $65 million. So I w- let's play a game real quick. Okay. Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, you can only pick one. Don't worry about the price. Who are you signing? Mm. Tyreek Hill. I'm going Devontae Adams. Oh, well, okay. I'm just thinking that was not a fun game. Can you even call it a game? Well, we're just. I was we're... like solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, fans, audience. What do you think? Who would you take? Stephon Diggs, Tyreek, Devontae Adams. Right into us. Tell us what you think. Because these are two big wide receiver prospects being signed. Some with extensions. Devontae and Tyreek. Free agents. Who like who do you think probably I think the Raiders probably had the best. No, Devontae deal. was traded. Was he? Yeah. He's traded mm. for there were a bunch I of thought picks he was a free agent. Either way, that's how large the contracts are. 
I think the Raiders got a deal, though, with 65 for Devontae Adams. I don't know if I'd be willing to pay it. Stephon Diggs yeah. is one of the top receivers in the league for sure. Um, Gee. The three things these guys have in common, for one, is they're healthy. Devontae Adams, like you could say he was injured a little bit, but for the most part, these guys are playing every game. He was traded for a first-round pick and a second-round pick. Okay. Number 22, it's 22nd pick and 53rd pick in the 2022 wow. draft. I still think they got to steal. Yeah, they did, for sure. It's going to be hard for Green Bay to replace Devontae Adams with the first round, even with the first round pick. And, yeah, moving on to the MLB. That's all we got for the NFL. Mark, what do you got for You're us? So, do you like the Home Run Derby? Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, so, I think it was about a week ago, the MLB announced Home Run Derby X Global Tour. Mm. Featuring a bunch of former, I mean, not like, these guys weren't, haven't really been the best hitters, but Major League Baseball announced the launch of MLB Home Run Derby X. A global baseball tour making stops in London, Seoul, South Korea, and Mexico City. Featuring some former stars, Adrian Gonzalez, Johnny Gomes, Giovanni Soto, and Nick Swisher. Uh, Gonzalez will represent the Dodgers, Gomes, Boston, Soto, the Cubs, and Swisher, the Yankees. Uh, the teams representing four of the MLB's oldest franchise compete July in July 9th in London at Crystal Palace Park, September nice. 17th in Seoul, Korea, and October 15th in, Mini- in Mexico City. Wow. Um... So it's kind of going to, like, the style of the game, hitters get 25 pitches. They can take up to 10 of them. You know, not, they have the choice mm-hmm. to not swing at 10 of them. With the opportunity to earn points by to earn points by hitting targets placed 160 feet from home plate, which, I mean, I do think. Oh, that's interesting. 160 feet, that's, like, a little less than halfway to the fence, like, mm-hmm. for left field okay. and for right field on average. Do you think you could hit it halfway on, like, your best pitch of, like, someone just... I think that it's would, just, like, BP-style pitching. Yeah, I think I, I'm pretty confident I could probably hit it half. But could you aim it and hit a target? No. Okay. I could not. So, yeah, hitting targets placed 160 feet from home plate and two beyond the outfield fences, similar to the mini games in the legendary video game MVP Baseball 2005. Opposition uh, players have the opportunity to catch the balls and earn points by catching every ball that doesn't make it over the fence. Um, yeah, I think it has potential to be probably one of the most... I mean, not having said all that, I don't know how interesting it's going to be. I don't know why, but the first thing I think of is like the baseball's version of the Harlem Globetrotters. Kind of like traveling the world. No, that's playing. dude. That's I know they're playing an actual game, but this is like dude, there's a, there's a literal baseball Harlem Globetrotters. They're called the Savannah Bananas, and I can't believe you've never heard of them. I love that name. Have you heard of them? No. Oh, dude, we'll have to we'll have to put it on one day on the Savannah podcast. Bananas, I have followed their dude. TikTok, dude. So the pitcher, they'll all just start dancing it at at one beat. Like the pitcher will be on there and he'll be in a set, and then he'll do a move. And everyone in the outfield is doing the same move as him. And they just all start dancing. And then he throws a pitch, and it's like a it's like a 95-mile-per-hour strike right on the corner. <laughs> it's kind of douchey and, like, bougie as hell, but it's kind of fun. I could see how it could be fun. But I'm like, this isn't – it can't be, like, real. This isn't, like, real baseball. Like, that, like, these guys aren't playing for a spot in the fucking majors. That's not regulation. That's not fucking regulation. That's a box, sir. Box. If I was a batter, I'd just be like, uh, so I'm going to take first now? <laughs> He's up there fucking thrusting his hips. So I personally – I'm not, like – I'll be honest. I'm not, like, whoa, home run derby tour. Wow. But – from Not much of a tour, though. Only three places. It's a tour because those are major cities around the world. And I do think the first location is interesting that they're choosing London, considering that, like we talked oh, what's about. What's this cricket? Uh, see, what's, what's big in London, the NFL is like, 
the, the NFL is like a pack of hammerhead sharks circling a cruise, and that's like that's the UK. Like they want the UK money so bad. They're getting a little bit. There's a, there are some real football fans in the UK, and they're great. I actually listened to a podcast in there uh, called the Roar of the UK Lions podcast. It's, I love them. They're great. So it's getting popular, and you'd be surprised how loyal they are. But a lot of them watch soccer and cricket. Yeah. Mostly soccer. They're, and they're massive soccer. Should have went with bull sharks. Bull sharks are way more dangerous than hammerheads. <clears throat> Next week. Uh, yeah, correct. <laughs> On our Shark Week episode, we're going to debate whether or not <laughs> who would win, a bull shark or a hammerhead shark. I just like hammerhead sharks. Dude, I feel like a hammerhead shark, I just push it I'm away. Not, its mouth is like on the bottom. I All just right. picked them because they yeah. look cool. They look kind <laughs> of. Their eyes are like, ooh. <laughs> their eyes are way out on the side. They're intimidating. I'd shit my pants if I saw a couple of hammerhead sharks, dude. Well, it's They look scary. I know. You'd probably be in the water, so I think it'd be okay to shit there. <laughs> Uh, we're getting carried away. So, I, d- I definitely think it's interesting that baseball is uh, scheduling that tour to to take place in London first. You can tell. I'm actually surprised it's not that big in the UK. Although, again, cricket. But you think because of cricket, cricket they'd like... Cricket. 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 It's a fun game, isn't it? I would love to hear them talk about baseball in a British voice. Bow didn't hit the ground first. <laughs> the Yankees versus the Mets, nil-nil. <laughs> Top of the third. What's that on your hand? Is that big thing on your hand, is that glove? Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that cheating, isn't it? He cheated, does he did? <laughs> oh, I say you got some sticker in your, in your glove. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I would love to see British baseball fans. I think it'd be great, but... I, th- I almost think that time's passed. I don't think they'll get into it. But I think uh, South Korea and Mexico, those are Oh, dude, they'll be into it. Oh, they'll, they love it. Yeah. I don't know why they're... I mean, yeah, you're probably right. They're just probably trying to get... They're trying no, to get dude, into another... They're trying to get a PR into, stunt. They're trying into to, London like the NBA is in China. Yes, dude. They're trying to grow their sport in other countries. That's what you do in your sport. You want to fucking... Same with yeah, Mexico. Baseball has uh, too that's many things. London has massive stuff that's already comparable. Yeah, cricket over there is as big as baseball is over here. Mm-hmm. Would you say that? Yeah. So it's kind of like trying to. Yeah, I know. Same with India, dude. There's no way. There's no way the MLB would get into India. No. They're so big into cricket. They, have, it's just kind they don't of have like, a whole lot of grass over bother. there. I mean, they can make. They play cricket. They can make it work. In fact, I would love to see if the Indian cricket players would ever last in baseball. You know they. No, I don't think so. They would swing at all the balls. I feel all like the there'd low be balls, some good pictures that come from. Uh, Swing at all the balls. <laughs> I don't know, man. You're underestimating it, them. Dude, if it doesn't bounce first, they can't hit it. That's not true. You, you, <laughs> I would probably be better at cricket than baseball, if I'm being honest. It's oh, not saying much. No. <laughs> Let us know Neither of think. us were great at baseball, and I'll tell you what. I think I was probably a little bit better than you, and I was not I very good. I just didn't really care about baseball that much. Yeah, you seemed like you... It's too slow yeah. for me. I'm more of an outfielder, though. The part that I did like about baseball, I liked playing in the outfield. But that was, I was not, I did not care. You just like standing infield. in the sunshine? No, I like running and using my depth perception to chase down the ball. <laughs> Your what? Depth perception. Oh, I thought you said death perception. Death, my I'm death like, you perception. You can perceive death. <laughs> When's it going to happen? Um, uh, one last headline in the MLB. The your favorite Cleveland Guardians just signed an extension with All Star third baseman Jose Ramirez. I work with three guys, all named Jose Ramirez. (laughs) Such a common name. I have a friend named Alex Rodriguez, and he said he got pulled over, and he told the cop that, and the guy didn't believe him. And I was like, really? Probably because the cop's not a complete fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, there's probably a million Alex Rodriguez and Jose Ramirez. So, Jose <laughs> Ramirez agrees to five five year extension with the Cleveland Guardians, hundred twenty four million. He just got paid. He's a solid player too. Um, the Tigers are in the same division as them. Central. And I don't really, AL I don't want to see them do well, but I can't 
blame the Cleveland Guardians. It's a good move. Uh, I think it's going to pan out. We found a name that's worse than the Commanders. Or that's equal. It's equally <clears throat> bad. Is it the name or is it the logo? I don't. The They're name, both horrible. The name will warm up on me because I do like that they have those statues outside the stadium. I didn't know that. What statues? They have statues outside the of stadiums. What? Like these guardians. They're just like, <laughs> of guardians? Yeah, they're just like these uh, cryptic statues of wow. like soldiers. Sounds like cultural appropriation. <sighs> but it's the Europeans. It's not as bad. You can't. <laughs> no, sorry, they're white. That's right. <laughs> they're, the whitest it. of white. Okay, fine. We'll we'll pick on the white. We'll pick a white logo. Um, it's the it's the logo I really don't like. The two G's and the baseball. Like there's one G in the left. It's like and yeah. The, and the other on the right side. I was just like, what are you? Looks doing? like a. They kind of try to pull like a Red like Wings. Avengers. Thing. It almost looks like some of the Avengers. Would Picture do. the Red Wings logo, but with with the, uh, like with a the wheels, the baseball, and the wings are the G with wings. And it's just like, what are you doing? That's all we got for baseball. Uh, I can't fucking wait for opening day. Very exciting. It, a lot of new, a lot of changes in the off season too. So, curious to see how it all is gonna play out. Obviously, I think uh, the fucking Dodgers and Braves are probably gonna dominate, but we'll More see. More than likely. Moving on to the NBA. Do you want to take it away from here? Uh, yeah. So the Chicago Bulls have decided to shut down Lonzo Ball for the remainder of the season. Uh, point guard Lonzo Ball will not return for the remainder of the season, the team announced Wednesday. Ball has not played since January 14th and had surgery on his left knee on January 28th to repair a slight meniscus tear. The team said he's still experiencing, experiencing, quote, pain with high level of physical activity. The Bulls said Ball, who is 24 years old, will continue daily treatment and rehabilitation in preparation for the 2022-2023 season. Uh, he had some decent stats through the regular season. Averaged 34 and a half minutes, 13 points per game, uh, shooting 42.3% from the field, mm-hmm. about five and a half rebounds a game, and five assists no he really wasn't doing too bad uh the team was led by demar Derozan, but he was definitely a contributor to that team and i think the bulls this move is telling me that they've put a, they've invested a lot in lonzo at least enough to uh definitely think about the long term this is a long-term trust move they they just fell to sixth place in the east um i Earlier in the season, they were at the top for a while. And then these injuries caught up to them. They've fallen back a little bit. Um, I think the Bulls are thinking about... They're definitely... They're focused. Like, they have a chance to go... Eh, like, they could surprise some people, but I think they're definitely looking for next year. They want next year to be the year where they make a strong push. That's probably why they're... Uh, Putting the kibosh on Lonzo's season. It's probably smart, especially with the knee injury. You don't want to... I think it's probably best for Lonzo, too, in his career. Preserve yourself. For sure. So, I don't blame them. Speaking of the Bulls, DeMar DeRozan put up 40 points despite losing to the Bucks 127-106. to 106. Uh, A lot of players went off. Uh, a couple of them put up 40 points. The Nuggets lost to the Spurs 116-97. to 97. Nikola Jocic putting up 41 points. Um, I don't know how the big guy does it. It's uh, superb. The Nets defeated the Rockets 118-105. Kyrie put on a show. He is back. The Nets are actually, after watching that, I know it was against the Rockets. They're the one of the worst teams in the league. The Nets definitely have some versatility. I was impressed on just how dominant they were. And how uh, healthy they look with Kyrie, Durant, Drummond. Um, they're looking pretty solid. Like The Nets are definitely going to put up a fight in the East for sure. Yeah. Did you... <clears throat> so... The you know Sixers how, as well. 
You know how Kyrie refused to get vaccinated, right? Yeah, yeah. That whole drama. Did you hear his loophole around it to be able to play in Madison Square Garden? No. He had to move out of the state so he can come in and work as a... Or he had to move out of whatever... Out of whatever jurisdiction that ruling was in. So now he can play as an out-of-town guest. So he can say, I live here, and their guidelines are different. Damn. He's really but all that stuff in New York is going to be done, I think, end of April. Yeah. yeah. You think he'll move back? Or he'll stick with the inconvenience just because? Dude, he motherfucker flies in a fucking helicopter to the game. Who are you kidding? I'll guarantee you he gets choppered in. Probably. He'll be like, fucking choppered in, dinosaurs aren't real. I would, like, I would try to take as few, as high, few helicopter rides as No, possible. dude, you just don't force your helicopter pilot to fly when it's foggy and he says he or doesn't want to fly. Or nighttime or drink. A lot of musicians died to helicopter crashes. Too. Yeah, well, there be a lot of musicians died from fucking drug overdoses and plane crashes. Yeah, I know they party in planes. Anyways, getting carried away. Uh, a couple more highlights. So, back to that Nets and Rockets game. I did want to say after watching, it was mostly the Nets just like going off, but watching the Rockets, Jalen Green stood out to me. Um, he was definitely the right choice for them to take at number two, but goddamn, they were really poor. It's just him out there. He needs some support. Otherwise, uh, I I don't know. The Rockets just kind of seemed... Ever since uh, Harden and Westbrook left, man, they are just a desolate team. More desolate than the Pistons, and that's coming a lot for me because I'm pretty hard on the Pistons. They're pretty shitty too, but at least I could look at the Pistons and say there's a couple... Bright spots. The yeah. Rockets, man. Oof. It's not looking good. Sorry, Houston fans. Moving on. Joel Embiid put up 45 points against the Pacers. And that dude put up 44 points on Sunday. Really impressed with that. Really making a bid for MVP. I know. It's getting close. Down to the wire. That's why I'm talking about these. all these uh, players putting up massive points. Joel Embiid with the consistency... Even Nikola Jocic, man, I would love to see him win one, just one MVP, just get acknowledged as one of the best players in the league. Uh, and breaking news, the Lakers were just eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> L.A. is screaming right now. Yeah, or it's burning. But fire season's not really till September, but I guess it's going to come early this year. Or late. Yeah, and uh, I can't help but think that Frank Vogel is probably going to be raining out of town soon. It's hard to miss the playoffs with the Lakers and uh, still keep your job as head coach. Yeah. Especially when you have, well, a, a team that's won a championship. Not even just like, you don't even have to list the names. Just say, oh yeah, they won a championship before. And you miss the playoffs. Oh, and you have Westbrook. He jumped on there, too, in a championship, and he didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. Anthony Davis didn't look too good. I don't know if you saw those highlights. He was kind of fumbling around a little bit. Yeah. The Browns out for a little bit, but Anthony Davis is back. He looks really poor. He was just stumbling a lot. A couple bad passes. Um, I'm actually, after watching the highlights of the games... I'm pretty excited for hey, NBA playoffs. I got a joke. I got a joke. You want to hear it? Hmm. What do you call a group of millionaires sitting around watching the NBA finals? Who? The Lakers. Hmm. <laughs> hey, they're still millionaires. Joke's on us. Oh, that was a good one. That was a nice joke. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, wasn't that harsh. Well, rest easy, Lakers fans. It's okay. Um, do you think it's done? Do you think they'll ever win a championship again? Do you think they'll ever be a winning team? I'm surprised they... I mean, the, the people will always want to play for the Lakers. Yeah. But at least the Lakers fans... There's, so there's a show on HBO now called Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Mm. Stars John C. Riley and bunch of other big name actors so at least they have that to look forward to <laughs> during the playoffs because <laughs> they ain't gonna be watching basketball oh man 
Yeah, well, they can. I mean, they still at least LeBron can say that he won in LA, but a lot of people yeah, want, I mean, they want a lot of people want an asterisk on that, that year because there's season. no fans in the stands. Yeah. I do believe that that has an effect. Me too, definitely. But I don't. I'm not sure how I feel about actually putting an asterisk on it. <sighs> I don't care. Um, I think Frank Vogel's gone. The Lakers. Um, I don't know how I feel about Anthony Davis, man. The dude is not really performing very well. I don't know who the problem is. I don't know. This is what I'm the most fascinated by, of just these phenomenons of championship-winning teams. I've talked about it before. Teams win championships, and they fucking lose. Why is that? There's always a Dynasty's I mean, it's kind of like the Red Wings for that long time. Where yeah. Well, that was Always unique, the best though. team around. Yeah. Um, I mean, all good things must come to an end. So the Frozen Four is coming up. Um, there's some top college pro- college hockey prospects to watch in Boston. The 2000 or the 2022 Frozen Four in Boston is loaded with high-end talent, as more than 40 members of the four teams competing for the men's college hockey national championship. Michigan, Minnesota, Denver, and Minnesota State. A lot of mid, lot of see a lot of Midwest in the tournament. Yeah, like there is every year, uh, and there could have been more, but Denver spoiled one. Mm-hmm. Um, Forty players from those teams have been drafted. Much of that buzz is centered on the Wolverines, who feature four of the top five picks from the twenty twenty one draft. But Minnesota has the most draftees on its roster with fourteen. Uh, Michigan with thirteen, and Denver with twelve. Wow. Minnesota, 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 Minnesota State. <laughs> Minnesota State has just two players who have been drafted, but the Mavericks are led by one of the most intriguing free agents in senior goalie Dryden McKay. The NCAA's all-time leader with 34 shutouts, McKay has a career record of 112, 19, and 4, God with damn. a 1.45 goals against average and a .933 save percentage. And is in the top three Hobie Baker finalists for the second time. I believe that's. Mm. The, I believe the Hobie Bakers for the best player in college. Oh my god! God damn, that's impressive. Uh, some of the Michigan NHL NHL draftees want to watch. And what am I doing, man? <laughs> damn, man, that hurt. That hurt my head. Some of Michigan's NFL draftee NHL draftees to watch during the game in Boston would be. Defenseman Owen Power, first overall pick by the Buffalo Sabres. Mm. Three goals, 29 assists, 32 points. Uh, Number one pick in last year's draft. He's been a dominant two-way player on the Michigan Blue Line in addition to being a key contributor for Canada at the Beijing Beijing Olympics. Listed at 6'5", 214 pounds. Certainly won't be out of place in the NHL. Then you got center Matty Bernier. Second overall pick by the Seattle Kraken. That's mm. unfortunate. Like, well, they're uh, gonna he, play for teams that need them. You know, they're not. It's not yeah, I know, but picked up by the uh, freaking Bruins. Uh, true. The Kraken is unfortunate though. That's a tough season. Yeah, uh, tough he had twenty goals, twenty three assists. First ever draft choice to the expansion team, the Kraken. Bernier's is expected to join Seattle after the Frozen Four is done. Uh, he led the Wolverines in points, and he was consistently one of Team USA's best forwards on both ends of the ice in Beijing. Wow. Um, the number four pick in the, the number four overall pick in the draft, Luke Hughes, went to the New Jersey Devils, uh, defenseman. Um, a lot of goals for a defenseman: 17, 22 assists. Uh, he's got NHL level skating and puck handling. He established himself as perhaps the top offensive defenseman in the country. He won't be 19 until September, so he couldn't take another year. So he could take another year in school to get bigger and stronger. Hmm. Get that boy some milk. Man, how nice is it knowing that you got drafted Dude, by the De- New Jersey Devils like, and like you're you're getting you're only 18. I imagine all the cheeks they're going to clap, dude. Like every night just like well, it's like they they know they have a future ahead of them. Yeah, and they they're know they're gonna, gonna fucking smash ass. You know, what I'm, ta- you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, if they aren't already, I'm just in kidding. college. That's not their main goal. I mean, come on, dude. Hockey players are some of the most fucking 
Dude, I, I hear they like, I heard they like a lot of group sex. That's what I've heard. Really? Yeah. What? That hockey players, that professional hockey players are like into sharing. Ugh. Uh, well, I know. Uh, Come Tyler. on, man. Have some fun. <laughs> I don't share, man. I, don't I got one more that. guy. Center Kent Johnson got drafted to the Blue Jackets, number five overall. Uh, eight goals, 29 assists. Johnson's another Wolverine who could be in the NHL at this time next week. Hmm. Uh, third nationally in assists per game and was one of the team one of Team Canada's top players in the Olympics with five points in five games despite averaging just under 14 minutes of ice time per game. So Michigan's been quite the hotbed of hockey this year. Yeah, they're really good at uh, rec- whether it's recruiting or developing players. Michigan has become a prominent place for NHL prospects. And these I guys... Mean, Dylan Larkin went to Michigan, and he is really producing well and. I mean, he's a captain. He's the next captain for the Red Wings since youngest one since uh, Steve Steve. Yeah, Eisman. Ken Johnson and Owen Power. I mean, they could. They chose to come to Michigan. They easily could have played in the Ontario Hockey League. Or, oh yeah. I mean, Michigan has a. They have a culture brewing in hockey right now. You uh, which so does Michigan State, but it looks like Michigan's is. Um, I mean, you can't forget about Minnesota the spotlight either. Yeah, we're just course. not gonna talk about them because, fuck them. Shout out to Denver though. I'm ha- I mean, I love seeing these small schools make it into the Final Four. It's never easy in uh, these major sports with these against these universities with an ungodly amount of money. Like, yes, Michigan has a great hockey team, but they do have a lot of expenses that Denver probably doesn't fucking have, and I think it's very impressive for them to compete. Same with, like, Minnesota State and all these other smaller schools that can hang in there with hockey, because hockey alone isn't that cheap of a fucking sport, too. It's Mm -hmm. kind of, you have to really be confident if you're going to invest in that. Definitely. Yeah, I'm excited for the Final Four, man. I think Michigan's Frozen got Four. S- Frozen Four, sorry. Yeah, well, my bad. Final my Four bad. already happened. <laughs> this isn't this is basketball. It's frozen basketball. <laughs> That's why it's colder than wood. <laughs> There's skates. I think Michigan has a they strong chance to win it. I long think, cotton socks on. I would love to see Michigan and Minnesota. Which one? Like, just... Facing each other, right? Minnesota or Are they, Minnesota who, State. Do you know who's facing who in the finals? Um, in the Frozen Four? In the Frozen Four. So cold. Let me... Because, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if Denver was in the finals either, I guess. Can you imagine Denver and Minnesota State as the championship? How How funny would that be? So like Michigan versus Denver, April 7th. All right. Then Minnesota State versus Minnesota. That'll be a game to watch. Wait, when did you Minnesota, say it was? April 7th. Okay. Tomorrow. What if it was like, Thursday. oh, my God, right now. Oh, my God. Thursday. Awesome. Um, and then uh, when's, when's the other one? Minnesota State versus Minnesota. The fucking, they're playing at the fucking garden. <laughs> April seventh at eight th- eight thirty. They're well, they're all they're all playing at the fucking garden. <laughs> and the championship be will be experience. eight p.m. April ninth. Where you guessed it, Whoa. the fucking garden. <laughs> April ninth. That's definitely this weekend. Yeah, man. I'll watch that. How time works. What seventh is Thursday. <laughs> the ninth would be Saturday at eight, Saturday they, at eight p.m. They would take a, a day out. You oh, sure you cool, are going to be at the concert? Well, like in football, they're like, we'll take, we'll take four weeks off until the championship. Yeah. <laughs> like, All right. Now that you guys have had that fun three weeks of just fucking awesome football, see you in a month. See you in about 67 days. You get to watch the Pro Bowl, though. <laughs> like, God damn. Why does it take so long to play a championship game? See when the Super Yeah, dude, Super Bowl. I don't get it. Get rid of the fucking Pro Bowl. Or... Have the last two teams face for the number one pick. So Denver actually won the first. No one really cares. In 2017. Really? Yeah. Denver Minnesota won Duluth won it in 2019 Wait, and 2018. You said Denver won it? Denver won it. Wow. In 2017. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, Michigan. I don't. So Michigan there's State strong favorites too. That's anyone's. Denver. Anyone's yeah, Denver's game. got quite the history. Michigan won it in 1998. That's the last time. Well, they went 96, 98. Yeah, that was the last time. They're it was due, they're due for one. I hope State they won it. won it in 2007. Damn. Boston's been all up in these guts. Yeah. Wow. Anything else before we move on to our last segment? No, man. I'm. I'm. That's all the hockey I did. So coming up is the Formula One Championship in Australia. Like I said earlier, it is going to be happening across the world. So Sunday, 1 a.m., Saturday night into Sunday at 1 a.m. Eastern time. I have a serious question. What's up? How do they keep the kangaroos off the track? They kill them. Oh, awesome. And then they use them as tires. I don't know. They... <laughs> Uh, no, it seems like a. It's actually a fun circuit. Uh, if you have a simulator, um, I personally like Australia. It seems to be a fun place. They usually have it the first race of the year. This is going to be interesting, though. I'm just doing a little preview because it's it's kind of a. It, this kind of feels like a fresh start to me. They just raced in the Middle East, in Bahrain, and in Jeddah. Now they're in Australia. The first F1 championship in Australia was in 1985, and then they moved to Albert Park Circuit, and it's been hosted there since 1996. And this is the first time back since 2019. So they haven't been there in two years, and the last time they've been there, um, Kevin Magnussen had a strong showing at P6. This is also Daniel Ricciardo's home Grand Prix. McLaren is desperate for anything right now so he's hoping to deliver and fun fact lewis hamilton has ha- ha- took he has taken pole position every Gay. grand prix there in the turbo hybrid era from 2014 to 2019 and just last week sergio Perez took pole position so there's a good chance his streak might get broken but he's also looking to shine what's up is Perez red bull yeah He's the number two Red Bull driver, See, but he I'm is learning. Uh, behind Verstappen, right? Yeah, but he is a <laughs> solid number two. I know he wins a lot in feet in F one twenty twenty one. The only reason why he wasn't in first last week is because he pitted, and then Latifi crashed, which just like it just threw a, it like basically kind of negated his pit stop because he pitted, and then Latifi crashed. That just like. It would just put him behind everyone else because then they got a free pick because they were ahead of him. And it just, it was literally bad luck. And it sucks, but I'm curious to see how the season's going to pay off for him. Who's going to shine in Australia? I have a feeling Ferrari's going to fight back and take another one. I don't think Lewis is going to take pole. He took 10th place last week, dude. It's kind of unreal seeing Lewis Hamilton uh, get knocked out in Q1. <laughs> Like, it's just kind of insane. So, I'm super excited. That's all I got about F1 for right now. I'd love to be in Australia. Why do... Why does why does F1 love these hot places? I know, it's Texas over here. What is it? Circuit of the Americas? In Texas, yes, they still yes, race there? Yes. Texas, where it's like 100 degrees. Uh, fucking... Qatar, well, Middle East, yeah, the Middle East, at, at night. Australia. Well, I think. Did they do any in Indiana? I feel like that's kind of Indiana. No, so they Indy did. They really did. Kind of no, they, they used to. They used to do it at the Indy Five Hundred yeah, circuit, but they uh, a lot of there's been there's a lot of history between F one and America, and unfortunately, it's not the best. Um, especially with like some of our more famous circuits, they've tried to. So do. why have it in a place like Texas, where foreigners are probably like the least welcome in America? Hmm, you'd be surprised. You're gonna have it though. in Alabama. There's That's... actually a lot of uh, Mexican supporters in Texas. You're saying you could do that shit. You could like. Like Sergio Perez had a lot of fans when they were in Austin. A lot of Mexican fans. Oh yeah, that's true. So they, I mean, you'd be surprised. There, yeah, obviously, there are. I'm not gonna deny there are some racist people in Texas, but there's quite a bit of immigrants as well. 
what was I gonna say? Um, I think the whole in terms of having racism, I definitely think there is a certain climate they're looking for. You can't, you certainly don't want to race. If you've noticed, they don't really race in the cold. Um, I, I would imagine it has to do with the compound of the tire and like the temperatures that the tarmac would be at a certain time. And Australia is hot to us, but it's just right. And I it's mean, hot. It's also a, a unique place. Mm-hmm. Again, it it kind of uh, it's a balance between marketing and how much tires can handle in the heat. And they don't want you know too cold as. Do they do any in like South Africa or anything like that? You know they don't actually. <laughs> Not in South Africa. I don't know if there's any circuits there or not. But they, I mean, maybe Acon will build one. Like, uh, they race all over in Europe, though. So, like, I can't imagine it gets like super hot in Great Britain. I mean, they race there though. It's summertime there, but they race in Canada. Like that's about as summertime day in Great Britain. It's like sixty-five. Yeah, I don't know. What I hate it. I just, I just love saying (laughs) in it. They race in Canada in the summertime. Yeah. Anything you're looking forward to at all? Frozen Four. Yeah, that'll be cool. Well, as a Michigan yeah. fan, I'm sure you want to see them win one. Yeah. Especially, I mean, obviously, the most important game of the year is Thursday. Which would be the first round of the Frozen Four. Yeah. Denver. It's weird. You only play one game and then... Win one game and you're in. Does I kind of like that. I kind of like. I understand that the NHL has like series, and that's cool too. But imagine how different the results would be if it was just one, 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 one. Right. Championship. I wouldn't mind that. Like, I mean, like we just witnessed with the March Madness. There. I mean, obviously, different, different structure, different scoring. But it's just one game, one game, one game, one game. I don't know. I kind of like that. It's a bit quicker, but. Way less money for them, though, so that'll never happen. No. No, absolutely not. That is all we have, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Yeah, what about you? How do you feel? How do I feel about what life? The world? It's all right. Could be better. Mm -hmm. Could be worse. I wish I didn't have to wake up so early all the time. You know? (laughs) But whatever. I was thinking about what you said. We should definitely, uh, we should go to a Whitecaps game. Go to dinner? Well, never mind. <laughs> and then go to dinner. Oh, yay. I'll call you an Uber home. <laughs> uh, home? <laughs> I gotta go home? <laughs> what are you talking about? This whole room is a giant I'd, bedroom. Uh, I have a coworker who's always wearing a Whitecaps shirt, and I'm like, man, I kind of want to go to a game. I want to get a Whitecaps hat. I want to get that old Whitecaps hat, though, with the old logo. That's Whitecaps hat? Get the fuck out of here. The, the bung hammers. Bung hammers. The beer city bung hammers. Not, I don't know, I'm not sold. They were the bung hammers for a day. They do it like one day a year. It's for beer city, bruh. They should have been the beer city bros. I just don't know about the logo. It's a I pint know. of beer swinging a bung hammer at a bung. Do you get it? I actually don't know what a bung is. A bung is like a cork that they put in the bunghole. Oh, okay. You know what a bunghole is? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, are you, you sure me? you know what a bunghole is? Me? Yeah, Just hold on one second. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> don't get too close. A what? <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, the Whitecaps are a cool name. I I, I like that over the bung hammer. <laughs> over the bung hammers. Yeah, the bung hammers. It's catchy. I see what they're going with. Better than, again, better than the Commanders and the Guardians. There's Traverse City Cherry Spitters. Cleveland should be the bung hammers. That would be way cooler than the Guardians, bro. The Traverse City Cherry Pickers. Traverse City Pit Spitters. Pit Spitters. That's yeah. cool, too. That's pretty cool. I don't like the logo still, but... Have you seen their logo? Yeah, it's kind it's of like angry that. cherries that are like. Yeah. That's funny. It makes me laugh. Thank you for joining us. That's yeah. all we got. We will be if you've back stuck around this Tuesday. Long, thank you very much. Enjoy your Friday. We love you. Have a great night, great day, great weekend, whatever it is for you. 
Goodbye. Love, peace, and chicken grease. <laughs>